Okay, let's get back Anyways, to that. Anyways. Do you want to tell your story or should we talk about diarrhea? Yeah, whatever you want to talk about. I don't care. You, I'm waiting to I be asked questions. I think we should talk about, you know, to Brittany just talk. started with Staff Traveler and found out how amazing it was. So I think we should talk about Brittany's adventures this last week. With Staff Traveler. I'll stand by passengers to meet the podium for your season. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world, as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel and things to do. Enjoy! Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge this week, live from Dorkfest. I'm Lara. I'm Tyler. I'm Brittany. I'm Kelsey. And we don't have Monique with us. No, I'm sorry, Monique. Monique. Yeah. You want to tell what happened to her? She she's in a better... Oh. She... Oh. I, th- I think she'd probably say she's in a better place. She's not really social, and she gets to be in bed all weekend. To her, that's a better place. She tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Did she test, or is it just everyone in her family has it? Oh, she feels sick, but... Her yeah. um, wife has COVID, so has it's pretty sure. Yeah, she's positive. It's kind of like an STD. If one person gets it, the next person does. So we're here with that one, ache, but we have because she's got an STD. But we have two guests, hosts that are going to try to make up for her humor. It takes two to replace Mo. Yeah, it does. And she's still not replaced. Get Just better. for the record, I'm not Get replacing better. her. We love you, Mo. We miss you. But yeah, we're in. We're in LA. We we finished Dorkfest, but we're still only halfway through the weekend. We still have an event tonight. One more. You had a good time? I've had a great time. You guys? I've had a wonderful time. Yeah. It's been fun. So today's Saturday afternoon, and Kelsey and I have been here since Thursday afternoon. So what did you guys do? Because you guys did some before we got here. Yeah, we got lucky. Um, though DJ Spotter uh, is a big train lover also. And so he kind of organized a train excursion a day trip so yesterday morning laura myself and dj and fargo ryan did a day trip down to san diego on the pacific sunliner surfer liner surf liner surf liner because i so said sorry no, DJ, no i've dj the only reason she said that is because i said sundowner i called the the line the sundowner line and he gently corrected me and ryan kaufman from next fargo. trip Fargo, but he's also from the Next Trip podcast, although they like to claim him, but he's truly a non-rev lounge. So we rode the train all the way down to San Diego. How long is that train run? It was about three hours. Mm-hmm. Three each way? Yes. Okay, so. And then we had four hours in San Diego. We had dinner, or dinner, lunch at the Crack Shack, and all four of us were lined up in a row so that we could watch, we could play in spot while we were eating lunch. I'm sure it looked weird to have a whole picnic table with only one side taken. We took the train down. We got off the train and decided to walk down towards the water. So we walked along the ocean and the coast and then walked towards the airport. Oh, that's a good story. So there's a parking garage there called, it's just an airport parking garage. And we were we all went in there to go up to the top so we could plane spot. And there was a big sign on the door that said, not allowed to go up and watch planes. Mm-hmm. And so we went to another parking garage and they didn't have a sign, but someone was kind of chasing us. But... We did go up there and plane spot for like 20 minutes. Is that the one they have like the, the Instagram? Everyone goes and sits up there and watches the planes right overhead? It's the one next to it. Okay, that's the one they get kicked out. The famous says. one had the the no airplane sign. Okay. And it was handwritten on a piece of paper on the door and Ryan goes, oh, there's a, there's a sign. We can't go in there. Because you know what? Plane spotters are rule 
rule people. So we, we don't break rules. I was out of the three of them. I said, "Who cares? Let's go. We're only going to be there twenty minutes." And everybody's like, "Oh no, we can't do that, Laura. We can't do that." At the other place, yes, yes, we did. We found another one that let us. That's cool. So we did that, and then we took the surf liner back. And it goes right next to the coast, right? Because your videos looks like it was really pretty. Right, you can yeah, see the ocean right it there. It like mm-hmm. veered out oceanside Solano Beach. It was no nice. Uh huh. And how were the seats like compared to like an airliner? Is like business seats or big seats that? Reclining a little bit. They were pretty comfy. They were pretty comfy. One car was all leather. Rich Corinthian leather. Do you feel at home? (laughs) It was like that. And DJ was a great host because he knows so much about trains. So he was telling us all. But was it too much though? Was he like, okay, tone it down on the train stuff? Or was he like a good amount of... It was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah, he was good. good. <laughs> and actually, Ryan kind of surprised us. We didn't know he knew as much about trains. So at one point, the two of them were just talking back and forth. And Laura and I were enjoying the knowledge. Enjoying the knowledge and wondering where our next beer was. Did they have a, a bar on the train? Or what, a, oh, a, yes. I guess he did. A dining, little dining cart. And you what, you left it? Or you just stayed there the whole time for three hours? No, we went there and got, grabbed some breakfast. And then and that was it. Because there's two levels on that on the passenger train. Which is kind of cool. How expensive is that if someone else wants to do that, you know? Um, it was about $35, $40 one way. Okay. So it wasn't terrible. Yeah. DJ actually saved Laura's life. Oh, that's true. So when we were like... We were walking across the street and I may have been on my phone, looking down at my phone, trying to... I was thinking I was trying to post something. And... Uh, Ryan walking and the crosswalk. walking through the crosswalk. Ryan and Kelsey had already made it through, and DJ and I started out, you know, to cr- follow them. And then a, the light had changed, and a car just went roaring by. And DJ did the mom arm, you know, where it flies out and stops you. And he saw, and I'm yelling at the other two of them up ahead. DJ saved my life, and you guys just keep walking. And DJ saved my life, and he goes, "We will leave no man behind." <laughs> what a true gentleman. Yeah. So it was fun. And then we made it back in time for the non-rev lounge at Pubbert. Well, that's what uh, Ryan said. He had such a good time that we should do that next year. Everyone just meet in San Diego and then take the train back up here. You know, that's not a bad idea because it was fun. You, even Brittany thought about doing that, right? Because of the fights that fill up so much. Like, maybe I'll just do. Yeah, we half thought day. about it, but we decided not to. Because you and your mom couldn't get to L.A. So you thought, well, we'll fly into San Diego. It was a backup if we couldn't get to LA, but we we were able to. Yeah, I would, I like to have backup plans, so yeah, well, we were able to fly direct on United. Because so. now Brittany is the Zed Queen. Yes, she is. You didn't Zed at all, and now you've Zed like twice in the last what three days. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go back to that. How did you get here? What do you mean? How tell did us, I get tell here? Tell us about your last week, because you got a flight to Cincinnati. Well, I worked a flight to Cincinnati. Well, you, you flew I it. Yeah, didn't I flew. actually like fly as a passenger. Because why worked... would you? <laughs> no one's going to Cincinnati, especially from London. Yeah. <laughs> I worked a flight to Cincinnati on Monday of this week, and then what I happened saw, once you got there? I saw Greg and Carrie, his lovely wife. I Greg from the them. Next Trip podcast. Yeah, Greg and Peterson. Then had the day in Cincinnati on Tuesday, and then we left Tuesday evening. Landing into London Wednesday morning, and then I commuted home after that across the. So Can I, I essentially across the Atlantic three times in three days. When you bid, do you bid like Cincinnati? Like Laura bids London. Do you bid or do you bid like the states? 
I want to go to the States. I try and avoid the States, but scheduling has been not listening to my bids and giving me the States. Okay. I actually bid for our Singapore Sydney trip and they gave me the first six days of my block off. And then they gave me six days um, after that. So I had a three day short haul. I had a 32 hours in Gothenburg actually, which is really nice. And then the three day uh, Cincinnati. So you mentioned something when you were in Cincinnati that was weird. So explain that to us. So when we landed from Cincinnati, we went through immigration. And then after that, you had to go everybody, whether you were connecting or um, ending your trip in Cincinnati, had to go through security again, like TSA. So immigration, claim your bags. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Immigration, okay. claim your bags. And then everybody had to go through TSA. Why? There must have been a security breach. So no, actually, it's because um, Cincinnati is one of the three, this is what I've heard, one of the three airports that um, after you get in from an international flight, it spits you back out into the air side. Oh, okay. So you're now mixing with passengers who have already gone through TSA. Whereas like every other airport, you leave. Correct. You uh. leave, yes, you leave the air side, you go to land side, and you have to go back through security or people who want to go home, go home, right? But everybody, regardless, us as crew had to go through again. Everybody had to go through security again. See, I wow. still don't understand. So if I, I'm flying back and I bring a crap load of wine mm. and it's big, they're going to have to force you through TSA again. Yeah. So, but even if it's in my check bag, then what do you. No, okay, sorry. So you, you bag recheck. So it goes, it goes immigration. You pick up your bag, your checked bags, I should say. Okay. Then bag recheck. So you're already, so if you have a checked bag, that gets to get sent off before you go to TSA. But what if you're not connecting though? You're just going home. You wouldn't recheck your bag. You would just walk with You're it. right. You wouldn't. So you would still have to, you still have to, it still goes through. And they're the big scanners. They look like MRI, like well, scanners. Well, so what if you have water though? Then I I don't know I I don't know because I always okay. carry water with me and as crew we're exempt so I don't know what would happen to yeah. a passenger because passengers would have all had, kinds of big or liquids, like yeah. duty free when you have wine yeah. stuff like that so, so I don't know exactly what they're looking for I don't know if they're looking for like liquids or if they're just looking for um, weapons or explosives or something like that but the 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 scanners I've not seen them I think I've seen them once in Amsterdam these. They're MRI looking type. Okay. They're like big circle scanners. That's so weird that they send you, force you back into yeah. a secure area just to leave. Just, just to leave. Yeah, because then we then you go to anyone who's familiar with Cincinnati. You have a train that takes you to the gates. Then it spits you right there out to the train. And you're already mixing with airside people who have already been through security. Like we saw our crew coming in that was taking uh, over for us. We had passed them. Oh, that is And they weird. were already yeah. airside. So we so. already hate Cincinnati. Sure. Barrel said it's because it used to be Delta's hub, yeah, and they they're, yeah, and it, and they weren't planning on using it for international, and so it's not really set up for an international, you know, arrivals well, because Phoenix, of that. Phoenix barely is set up for international. Yeah, but you don't have to go through security again at Phoenix. I know, it's just small unless you're connecting. And unless you're you connecting, there. but you but it doesn't spit you out airside. No, it does not. It spits you out landside. Mm-hmm. It's just small and crappy, but that's yeah, my opinion. you're right. Yeah. Well, Phoenix has Customs and Border Patrol CBT. CBT. Yeah. What happened between Gothenburg? What happened when you got back to London from Gothenburg? Oh, when I landed, <laughs> when I landed from Gothenburg on Sunday morning, I went and had dinner with Lara and Dave in central London. We were in London they on were, our overnight. They were on their overnight. And then the next night I had dinner with or dinner with with Greg and Carrie in Cincinnati. And then I saw both Lara and Greg here this weekend. How so. fun was that? Yeah, that was super fun. It was fun. 
And then I, like I said, I came home on Wednesday and now I'm here so with you, you guys. So you landed back in London and then you had what, two hours to get on a flight? I landed back in London at 10.15 and I was going to take the two of, or I did take the 2.05 departure to Dallas. So it was about roughly four hours I had. But by the time passengers got off, I got through, like, we have to, we don't go through immigration at my airline, like you do, Laura, mm-hmm. when you get yeah. to the States. When we get back to London, we just swipe out, like, we just tap our badge and we go out. So I did that, went to a crew report center where I keep my bag and just swapped things around, got dressed into, like, what I was going to commute home in, and then just went over to Terminal 3, did my little skincare routine in the <laughs> in the lounge, and then I got first class <laughs> to Dallas, so... What is the skincare like? Is it like a ho- hobo shower where the baby wipes and things up? <laughs> hobo what is shower. that? <laughs> no, wait. Because <laughs> I showered before I left for, left Cincinnati. So, but I'm really I'm really particular about my my face and my skincare. So I I was just I just washed okay. my face and did like all the products and the steps that I do. And I don't really wear makeup, and I actually had makeup on from the flight, so I needed to take that off. But I don't. I normally don't wear makeup unless it's like. Uh, at work or like an event like this but normally i don't wear it and i needed to take it off so i did my whole routine and my gua sha and my ice rolling i would use the shower too after flying for that long it's nice to have a shower but i didn't use the shower i was just in the regular bathroom because you were in the lounge right yeah but i actually i wasn't sure how the showers work so i was like you know i'll just use the bathroom all i need to do is wash my face i didn't well, they usually have a hot shower. or cold and you get to choose how what do you mean you know how to a shower work <laughs> what do you mean you, like do you just walk in the room and hope no one's in there or no, like you how ask do you them and they give you a key and they you've never used a shower no room? i've never used oh, a shower you didn't there. Use them. no They're but so now nice. I, but i had showered before i left like less than 12 hours ago when i left cincinnati so and i was just gonna fly home will you use a shower sometime i will i will ask okay. them for a key and i will use a shower if i have a long It'll time between life. when i land and when i come yeah. in yeah these just public showers are a little weird to me but these are not just like a truck driver shower these are they okay. clean them each time Give you fresh towels. I believe you. Okay, so you got into Dallas. And then what happened? Oh, man. I got into Dallas. And Dallas did Dallas. It was nasty. (laughs) No, that's Philly. I mean, I avoid the Mecca at all all costs. Yeah, but Dallas can go bad so fast. I know. You avoid the Mecca. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Charlotte's like that. But anyways, I got into Dallas. And when I landed, my flight had like seven revenue standbys in front of me and then I was the first one so I was number eight so I was like oh man and it was it was oversold by one whereas when I left London there were still like 13 open seats and I was the first one on the list and so I was like okay well maybe let me look at the earlier flight I could probably catch that and get on it was like an hour earlier and I looked at it and it (laughs) it had 27 revenue standbys in front of me and then there, then you had all the regular standbys. So it turns out that um, your airline had two flights, I think within an hour, an hour and a half of each other going out. And they had delayed both of those flights, which made everyone roll to my flight. And then the second flight that was delayed, if that makes sense. Really weird. Really weird. But anyways, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. Um, but first, Tyler did text me and said Frontier has this flight, Phoenix or um, D- Dallas to Phoenix, with uh, how many open seats was it? Like yeah, 80 something? I, like 60. I can think I grabbed the loads for you. How, yeah, how did you know you, that you grabbed, it had that many open seats? Because I'm a friend. From he, Staff Traveler. Thank you. He used that. So my my I love how our brains go two di- very different ways because my thought process was how can I root myself on your airline uh-huh. 
and stay on your airline and get home. So I was looking at Albuquerque. I was looking at El Paso. Austin. I even looked at Palm Springs because that's how we got home. I did not look at Austin. From the, but from the meetup, you guys went Yeah, to that's how we got home. So I was looking at every option, Tucson, and everything I could get out of Dallas, but I would have to stay the night in those cities. And I was like, no. So then Tyler, he went right to Staff Traveler and looked at every option. And I just recently found out we get concessions or staff travel on Frontier. Awesome. So yeah, so he sent that to me and and I was like, okay, I, I got it. And they were the nicest ground staff I've ever dealt with because it's a new process to me. The listing's really easy, but then when I went to check in, I wasn't sure if I was checked in or not. And then I was worried about the whole bag policy because I didn't know if it extended to non-revs. And so I was asking Luke, um, he was very helpful. So shout out to Luke. Thank you uh, for helping me through that. And it turns out- Stand by secrets. And so he- I got to the gate and because I was, I got to the late gate because I was waiting for your flight, the original flight that I'd booked myself on to see if I would make it. And I, and I stood there and I told, asked the gate agent to roll me before they even like shut the door because I knew there was no way I was number 29 or whatever. And he goes, just wait here for a second because we're already rolling all the revenue standbys to the other flight and we still have some misconnects. <gasps> so I was like, that seems very naughty, but okay. <laughs> so I'll wait here. So I waited there, and then finally, of course, three people running and like <laughs> trying to get to the gate, and, and they you didn't show stick up. out your foot. And <laughs> I should have though, <laughs> put a banana peel. <laughs> and so they came, and he goes, "Okay, yeah, I don't have any seats. I'll roll you to the next one." I was like, "Great, thank you. I'm just gonna go try the Frontier, but roll me just in case." And so um, I went to Frontier, and I everyone was boarded because there were so many seats open. Everyone was bored and the gate agent goes, are you trying to miss your flight? And I was like, no, I'm just trying to get home. I've come from all the way from London and like I'm a commuter and I'm trying to get home. And she's like, girl, are you crazy? I was like, yeah, I am crazy. And they were, and then when they all realized who I worked for, because I wasn't sure if I checked in or not and they needed my badge and all of that. And they were so, like I said, so friendly, at so Frontier. nice uh-huh. at Frontier because they weren't sure if I had checked in and they're like, Oh, the flight's still open. Don't worry. We'll get you checked in. If you're not, I ended up being checked in and they were asking, they were so intrigued about the 380 and how many crew we had on that plane. How many do you have? We have 22 crew members <sighs> and depending on how far it's going three or four flight crew members. So but anyways, I got on and it was actually a really lovely experience. And I am thinking about taking frontier to Orlando. So you flew flagship first <laughs> i went from flagship first to frontier <laughs> <laughs> but they're so nice they were they were really lovely i wonder if it's like ours or it's hit or miss because you've seen the you video. see the videos yeah, yeah on okay. social media so i'm glad you they were nice to you though yeah and, and i didn't have an issue with my bag and yeah they were so so lovely so shout out to frontier and all of you guys that work at frontier in dallas the, and well on that okay. flight sure you know what they're yeah they're a different kind of animal i feel like <laughs> I feel like what you see on social media is not always true. So if you have a chance to fly at Frontier, do it. I want to fly them at some time so I can cross it off. I just oh, wish I would have done it when it was free because we used to get the free passes. Oh. We don't get them anymore. But um, I use mobile passport for that, the first time. That your cousin That my cousin Tim said. And let me tell you, it was fast because the immigration line in Dallas was so long. And I knew to do it before I left Heathrow. So I did all of that. And of course, I got to go to the very front of the line. I even I think he's right when he says it's quicker than global entry. They, you literally skip to the be, to the beginning of the line and you scan your your phone, which has a QR code, like he said, and they ask you a couple questions and 
bye see you later yeah so, that was such a he great, said he did that and i took his advice tip. and i that would oh i don't want to give it away because not everyone's gonna do it but it was We're not it was big. so handy i guess it also just depends on what time you're arriving because if a lot of planes are arriving at the same time well but the, global entry was pretty fast the last time i went through but the normal line because i don't have global entry um but the normal line for both non-us and u.s citizens was like disneyland line deep so it, and it wasn't moving and so it and they you skip all of that and you go right to the front Good i'm tip. sure it's similar. Great, tip. It's a great tip similar global entry, global entry. Global but thanks tim so you and katie just got back from a romantic well it was vacation. a nice, nice break We'll get into it. I'll talk a little bit, but I think we're going to save some because we went to Hawaii, and in the next couple of weeks we're going to have a guest on. Oh yeah, that's is. right. So Ashley. Yeah, so hopefully we look forward to those. So we're looking forward to having her on. Yes. But we were going to go to Europe for Labor Day, and things went to crap in London. We had a meltdown. Yeah, and so yeah. all of a sudden we're like, flights don't look good already, and it's a couple of days, and it's going to go in. So we were going to go to London and to Rome, and we bagged that, and I was kind of looking at other ideas we looked at the cruise and then i saw a video on youtube and there was just in maui because of the fires just like fields of cars of rental cars and then i started looking and more and i started seeing things people saying go go to maui they need you so i said let's go katie hadn't been my wife hadn't been since before covid and we love it and so we decided to do maui so we did that for four nights so that was nice nice yeah the car rentals were cheap i mean we didn't get the cheapest but i mean well, they didn't well need tell them how much it was you could get it for nine dollars a day when i was wow. nine bucks a day yeah, i'd never seen that That's we unreal. ended up getting like probably twenty dollars a day which is still really cheap for, yeah for maui so we did that for a couple of days that was nice no kids just a, but the beaches were empty i mean it's sad it was like it was nice that because we don't like people so we could have the beaches but at the same time you felt bad because you knew that that's how they yeah we did drive around lahaina and because oh. there's the like uh the bypass yeah, the bypass yeah that's open to get around and because i said i want to snorkel up there and then on because we keep hearing the west side is closed like the line that, that whole side is closed and so you mean like Kanapali and Pili? In, including and those. Kapalua. And we didn't know. Uh-huh. But there's also like this fish place that we were like to get. I like to get it. My wife doesn't. But I wanted, if it was open, I wanted to go support them and shop from there. If it wasn't, then no big deal. We'll just keep going. But we snorkeled over there and we went there and got some fish. And But as you drive by, you're kind of up on the, the bypass. And so you're not through Lahaina, but you know, you can, you see, can down. see down. And yeah. it was just ash. I mean, just, it's worse than you see in videos it's so but uh we did that and then i was excited because we took hawaiian on yeah 717 to Kauai. it's a miniature md80 but there's only three airlines i have a delta still has it and Qantas still fly them wow and hawaiian and that's it so there's not many and they're already starting to look at how they're going to replace them do you know how big it is like have you seen the pictures of them I've been in one before on Hawaiian long, long. Okay. Or actually, I've done the island hopper in between the two, and they're really small. So you know our, our line, the, yeah. the a three nineteen. What has more seats, the three nineteen or the seven one seven? So they actually have the exact same number of seats. Wow. No, it does not. Yeah, really? I believe that. And the three nineteen holds one twenty eight. We would have to look up the specs and see nice. how long each one is. I'm nice, actually Kelsey. now curious. So and uh, so I was looking it up, and I, I know that Alaska flies from. Anchorage to Seattle, sixteen times a day, and American just added that they're going to do Dallas to 
um, Austin, I think 15 times a day. How many times does Hawaiian fly from Maui to Honolulu? Seven. Ten. So Southwest flies 11 times a day. Hawaiian flies 24 times a day. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Stop. So they fly 3,072 seats a day between the two islands. Wow. I would but love to know how many people. only way to get between the two islands, that makes sense. Yeah. I was like, it's really That's like every lot. 45 they minutes. They have canoes. That's too far. <laughs> Katie's back there shaking her head. No. You could probably canoe, but you've got some dangerous channels between those islands. So. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Careful. And then Kauai to Honolulu, going over there, I think they had 18 times a day between the wow. two islands. That, that is unreal. I mean, they're like tw- like 35-minute flights up and down. You still get juice or water. They do. They do uh-huh. little juice cups like you get in the hospital. And they're frozen. Yeah. They taste delicious because they're frozen. So that was kind of cool for me to fly on that. But uh, I did that, did Kauai for a couple of days, and then landed here early morning. Oh. Exhausted. At Shout out to the flight crews. Like if it's up and down that quick, yeah, that is. And they do and service. You are literally yeah. hustling as soon and as they, they hit do 10, service and then running. But yeah. if you think about it, you guys have flights like that. Phoenix Tucson, Phoenix. We used to do water on them though. Yeah, we used to do water and juice on those, but mm-hmm. it wasn't a, a choice of juices. You know, I think it was a choice of juice. Apple, orange, apple, and we poured on. We'd put them all on top of a beverage cart and just walk through. Yeah, water, apple, orange. We do London, Manchester. That's not very long either. Well, they, they can't to, be. And they used to do. They used to do full, back in the day. They did full service, like what yeah. you would get in in business class. Oh. Yeah, they said once that you know the ding after they they're like they had the, the cart at the top of the, <laughs> the top of the aisle when you hear their ding and they're already starting. So, like wheels up, the wheels up ding. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. I was yeah. laughing. All right, I want to hear about Dark Fest. Was we're here. So, what is everyone's? kind of highlight what's something that stood out to them so far yeah i actually loved the flight path museum that we went to today the spotting area was great we saw uh, an atlas 747 that we think the miami dolphins were on we think um because it was a passenger one oh, yeah yeah because okay, okay. it had windows on it so it was a passenger one um that's what ryan told me and then i saw people actually getting off it when we were driving to the in and out mm-hmm. um that was really cool and then i actually saw my current flight attendant uniform in the museum no, the new yeah. one? No, no, no. The current one we wear now. Okay. Yeah, I thought not that the was one with the really period cool. skirt. No, not that one. It was really cool to see that. It's, it's it's interesting to walk into a museum and see your uniform. It's not the only place I've seen it. Denver used to um, have it on display at the bridge security. They used to have all the older and a lot of all the airlines that fly into their, their uniforms. And I've seen it there too. It's very, it's, it's a, it's a really cool feeling. So that was like my highlight of well, today. We're going to post a picture of that because we took a picture of Brittany in her. <laughs> oh, that's her good. In the uniform. Although I, I do have to specify, though, that the hats were a different color. They were red hats. And a fun fact, at my airline, the red hats are the turnaround managers. And so they're called TRM. So our hats that we used to wear pre-pandemic were blue. The flight attendants were blue. But they the uniform had a red hat on it. So that is the TRM. All right. So what's something that stood out to you, Kelsey, from this trip? I enjoyed in and out it's always a good time to meet new people like the whole dork fest and in and out or just going to the restaurant and eating <laughs> <laughs> well you know i did get my uh cheeseburger today my special um but anyway uh i know i've enjoyed meeting people you know you follow people sometimes on instagram and so it's nice to put them in 3d and finally meet them in person or they're like hey i know you and i recognize your voice from 
actually the non-rev lounge podcast (laughs) so i met some fans today very cool and shout out to our fan dan from ohio that we met finally in person is that your highlight that's my highlight is just meeting new people but like dan walked up to me it was really fun so my husband dave flew over for the day just for Dorfest. that was actually my highlight too seeing dave lucky dave that was Sorry. nice it was nice and he said you know i've never really been to Dorfest. i want to i want to see what so he just flew in for Dorfest. he's already back out Did you know he, he flew was in for like three hours yeah no i knew he was coming so it wasn't like your boyfriend had to leave because state was coming no my boyfriend did not have to leave your boyfriend fargo ryan <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway so dan walked up to me as soon as we got to the in and out burger and said i listened to you and then i didn't realize i didn't put it together that he's the one that wrote us that really cool letter about the aviation museum in dayton ohio yeah and i said to him he was telling me about it and it it sounded familiar but i didn't put it all together until you told me that and because i said to him i go oh i have a girlfriend who's a um columbus gate agent meaning you kelsey i said i should fly up to columbus and then she and i will drive down and check out that museum i actually said that to him that's cool then he said he says i'm looking forward to seeing tyler and i i enjoy meeting new people all the time and it was fun seeing our planning department there and it was fun seeing um brandon Brandon. oh i knew i knew i was like i need to find laura and I know Brandon will be by Lara. So I found I actually found you and he was there. He was there. It was fun. It was fun. Oh, it was fun him. seeing Brett Schneider again from the, he's actually the Cranky Flyer. Yeah. He writes the blog and he's the one that uh, sponsors Cranky Dorkfest at the In-N-Out. Uh, the whole event is put on by NYC Aviation, but um, he actually does that raffle and everything. And he, it was fun to see him. Tyler and I got to know him when we worked the Cranky Network Awards. Yeah. And we had him on the podcast too. Fun. And we had him on the podcast. There was a guy that came up to me in and out that that knew you and he knew me because of you. Oh, how cool! I can't remember his name. They're from, him and his son are from Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, neat. That was neat. We, there was people that we that came to our meetup in Dallas that came for the first time, for the Dorkfest for the first time. Oh, and so that was cool. Like Rico that came, yeah, from Atlanta. And how about Matthew and his family? Yeah, they came from uh-huh. Dallas, and and so yeah. there was all those people, and then there, and then there was people that. That was my highlight too. Was just the, the meeting the people and and having the people come and especially ones like Kelsey said the people that you put together. Like I, we've known each from Instagram, but there's people that were like, yeah, I listen, but um, we've never really. So there was a couple of those too, like uh, Angie Greek Mama of two. That was me. That's I'm first so time I met glad her. I got to meet her in person. Me too, because that was my first. Because all you here. see is like her on Instagram, and, she's, and so and she's got good content. Oh, she's so sweet. Yeah, she, she's so nice. I liked uh-huh. meeting her. And you know, shout out to katie tyler's wife Shout she this is her first door fest too She's she not is a crowd it. favorite she is a crowd she really favorite. is a lot of people love katie everyone loves katie more than they love you that's true tyler they actually were like oh you're mrs tyler i got mistaken for mrs tyler once today that's weird that was really awkward you, you <laughs> said that down fast too. i did i did i no. shut i shut a lot of things down fast today too oh, yeah. <laughs> But that's, we love Dorkfest for that. So we yeah, get to we meet do. new people. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, so Spirit Airlines gave away the little, um, these little bags. So what are those drawstring bags called? Backpacks? No, the little drawstring. Yeah. And um, <laughs> inside was um, some Spirit sunglasses. Then you yellow with the name Spirit on there. Yeah. And um, I felt bad because our friend Matthew that came to the meetup in Dallas, he and his wife and, his, and Matthew Jr., we're there, and I said, "Oh, you guys got to find the spirit guy." So anyway, I got my hands on an extra backpack, 
And so when I ran into them, they had not yet. They were out already. So I was able to give them. Aww. Because, yeah, that's for the kids. Yeah. And you gave spirit sunglasses for the boys. I did not do that. That was you, Lara. Oh, Vicky did? Yeah. Oh. Seattle Vicky? Oh, Seattle Vicky. Shout out to you. Hi, Vicky. Oh. She came all the way down from Seattle, had never been to Dorkfest before. And she works, um, am I allowed to say she works at the American Express Lounge? up in seattle she's a she's been um she's worked for several airlines so she used to like non-rev all the time for the weekend just go to paris and stuff so it was fun seeing her your boss Thanks. gave her a day pass there too so when you dropped her off the airport she got to go in and go to the club hmm. oh that's Usually so cool just works at it but now she gets to go experience it oh that's cool we had also some of us won some things <gasps> oh yeah oh, that's about- oh you won so the cranky <laughs> the cranky flyer always ha- has a lot of really cool um gifts that they raffle away last year for instance um the big prize was a giant southwest airlines model then steve tell what you talked about steve tell yeah. Yeah. yeah so he won that last year so we were looking forward to see who won what this year and yeah. our friend Brittany won and i think a lot of the us did prize. i <laughs> what was he won i won be just, careful because they're listening and they i won a generic clock and it's really heavy and it came in this big box and i'm not really sure how i'm supposed to get it home but We'll make it work. It came with a stand too. Ungrateful. So no, I'm not. I'm, but it has like, a but nice carrying bag. It does. It has. It's a Marshall's tote bag. So yes. I'm very excited about that. Okay, but so I was Katie on. Katie said. Katie said she'd put some like plain decals or something on it. Oh, she's so, so nice like that, she and was, she's so creative. So she that's was very good. nice. So, so I was sitting on the outskirts of um, Dorfest because I hadn't made it in yet, um, and a girl that is a flight attendant in Phoenix. Her name's Kaylee, and mm-hmm. she I fly with her to London, and she came to Dorfest for the first time. Just because we talked about it, oh. and um, anyway, they that clock walked by me, and someone goes, "They go, oh, look at that! It that clock is um, was donated, and that's gonna that's one of the bigger prizes." And then you won that. I got super excited. I'm not like, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a great. It's I'm sure it's a very nice clock. I don't know much about clock. Okay, and so, but I'm they sure tell it's, time. They do tell time. Um, they have a big hand and a little hand. Do you know how to read it with the and big hand and little hand? I do. Because I do. I'm old enough to remember how to. Read a analog, analog clock. Who you even know the word? <laughs> yeah, despite what people think, I am old enough. It'd be and nice then, if you knew the history with it, because maybe there is some history that like it was on some CEO's desk. Uh, you know what? He's no, right. It would be now. nice if you did know the history of it. it was, was, big, was it? I don't know. That's why, oh, because it seems kind of I weird. They just give a clock. I couldn't hear. I mean, we were stuck in the back, so I couldn't really hear. I barely knew that my number got called. It was Ryan that had to point out to me that my number got called, and I, as I walked up, I was like, "What did I win?" Because I couldn't hear. So Dave and I were on the other side, and we got—I got so excited when I saw you walk up. <laughs> Real and Brittany, and, and then oh, go on, and Ryan, and then Ryan. I was just going to say, and Ryan, bless him, he brought um, from his employer, from his employer. But actually, it was Tanner who came oh. last year who gave it to him. It was a FedEx model plane that Tanner told him or sent with him to bring. And oh my God, when it was up to be raffled, Doug from Next Trip Podcast goes, "How funny would it be if Ryan won that?" And we were now. Like, let's get some context here. How many hundreds of people were there today? Five. Uh, there were a lot of people. Would you say? I would say five hundred. I would. Yes, roughly. Yeah, there were a lot of people, and so so, so anyway, Doug, Doug says, says that Katie was standing next to Drew, and Drew said the same exact thing. Now we were nowhere near each other. Doug and Drew were separate from each other during this. Um, and during they both time. thought the same thing. And, said, and then I made a comment, and I said, "Oh, so what if you show back up in Fargo and with the plane and you tell Tanner that you just kept it for yourself 
And sure enough, his number got called for the plane. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, they call the number. I can't remember what it was. And he goes, that's me. And we were like, no, no, we thought he was kidding. He goes, no, it actually was me. And he goes Weird. back up and he, he, bless him. He let them re-raffle it. So someone else could have a chance to win it. But Doug and Drew spoke that into existence. Yeah, Tyler's no longer speaking to him because Tyler wanted that model. I know. He could at least give it to me. Oh. Instagram. Sorry about that. We can I'm actually not sorry. And then Angie won the, was it the spirit? It was a spirit. Yeah, a spirit model plane. Uh, and she said to me, she goes, oh, it's spirit. And I said, well, that's perfect for you because. Her company may be absorbing spirit. Yes. Yeah. And it's going to be a relic. So it'll be nice to have. Just like any mm-hmm. American so Airlines plane. I said, and maybe at some point there'll be even a retro spirit plane <laughs> in your fleet. And you could have the. <laughs> a banana. Yeah. <laughs> The banana bus. Do you want to talk about diarrhea now? No, I was actually... Okay. He's been dying to talk about diarrhea. Let's talk about diarrhea. Delta diarrhea. Okay, so one thing. On my our way back from the from Kauai, Katie and I got put in the adults only section on our airline. <laughs> did you, you know sure we have those? That? Are you sure about yeah, that? Yeah, did you have to pay extra for that? No, they made sure that you were old enough to sit in the section. That's a new thing. The poor man's first class? No, it's not. The extra row has an age oh, limit. That's the true. First class. You are correct. So let's talk about adults only sections because there's a Europe uh, airline in Europe that's going to be doing it. Very and people naughty. will pay for that. People will pay for that. You think so? I pay for an adults only um, resort. Well, here's was the thing: I was, the, I was well, in the adults only clothing optional. Yeah, I was in the adults only section, and there was a two year old right in front of it screaming. Did you lean over? And- no, but I mean, so what would be the benefit of an adults only? Because I'm sure it's not like your resort. It's not like pants are optional in that section. See, Tyler would love that place. He would. He really would. But yeah, so mm. because it's like the smoking section. I, that's exactly where I was going to compare it to. Smoke. If someone's screaming, yeah, you may be a few rows away, but maybe not. Maybe they'd be the one row away. So if you're paying for that, it's the whole plane, though. Isn't the whole plane? No, I think no. it was no, just, I think like it was just a like section. Aircraft. Yeah. Well, then yeah. I really then it's, I wouldn't pay for it because think, you can hear them. I think yeah, I think Tyler hit the nail on the head when he compared it to the smoking section back in the nineties and before when they would have the smoking sections on the plane. Like, what is it going to separate? Like the last five rows, people at the front aren't going to get smoke. I mean, it's the same thing. You can hear the baby in the plane, or even like in our premium economy, like it's kind of its own section. But then they're limiting their. I mean, because some people have young kids who will sit in there, but but then you're like only. Those kind of people can buy those tickets. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, I think the have only like a soundproof wall in between the adults and the yeah. I was going to say the like, only way yeah. it would make sense is if it was like a wide body and you had your own cabin and you had the curtains there exactly. on each side and uh-huh. then the kids sat like then there was a section specifically for kids that were very far away from that. Otherwise, I don't think it's going to work on an arrow body. Katie said she'd be upset if she was in the last row of the adult section and they put kids in the first row of the non-adult section. Yeah, you would be mad. You have yeah. to say, use a drop-down method and, drop, and leave our airline I, I think that they would need to have a good separation. I just don't know the logistics if it's going to work on a narrow body or ever. Well, I want to know what Laura thought when she first saw adults-only section. On I hate this. Sign me up! <laughs> Polly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. It's only going to work if it has its own cabin. And even then, you would have to have the kids on the opposite end of wherever that cabin is. Kind of like mm-hmm. the, the old five sevens, how they had like a lav. So it almost was like a, a separate in the back. Remember though? It was right like by row 25. In back, right? Mm-hmm. I say put the kids in the middle by the engines where it's loud. 
and then keep all the noise in the middle and then put other people But isn't elsewhere. that going to be harder for like the gate agents to, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You have a logistic reason of the gate agents that they're, you know, you have to think oxygen masks, stuff like that. Because there is only certain sections, depending on the aircraft, of where the extra oxygen mask is. And, some t- and the system I'm- like refuses to allow you to put them and you're like, but why? And some planes only have the extra the extra mask on one side of the aircraft Correct. too. Yeah, and that's so why you, it, yeah the older planes. Yeah. All right. So, do we want to talk about how there was diary on the Delta flight? Or everyone knows, let's just tell diarrhea jokes. Do you have diarrhea? You're jokes? Fly, I, I'm sliding I'm into third, and you feel a heavy dur diarrhea. Okay. Well, we should Go probably ahead. do like a brief Start. in case they've been under a rock for like a week. Okay, and so have we my, wanted- my mom did. I told her, and she had no idea about it. She didn't believe it. She said it wasn't real. Did you show her the video? I did. I did. I could smell it through the video. Do we I'm remember just saying. where it was going? It was Europe. Yeah. So. Atlanta. Atlanta to Barcelona. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. And I heard, I heard that the woman, it was a woman. Poor thing. And she got off, cleaned herself up, and she flew back to Barcelona when they all got back on the plane. She did not. Let. I swear I heard it on Barstool Sports. <laughs> well, that's true. Okay. So if anybody didn't hear what happened, yes, they took off from Atlanta trying to fly to Barcelona. Somebody had... She had to use the restroom, and she started to walk back, and the crew, the flight crew said, you can't get up yet to use the restroom. And so she turned around and went back, and that's when it happened. Is that true? It's absolutely true. I didn't hear that. So there was some diarrhea up and down aisles. And some flight attendants are really mean because like, you know, when they get up like that so quick, they have to use the restroom. They're not doing it And you don't know if they just have to pee, or you don't know what they're doing. And so I always say... I'm required to say that they come running back. I said, I'm required to tell you that the fasten seatbelt sign is still on. That's it. And I'm done. That's exactly If what you we go do. into the bathroom and you go, you know, and you get hurt, that's fine. I'm going to say, I told you. Mm-hmm. I did my job. But I do not stop people, not necessarily for that reason, but I stop because I, I haven't, you've been in that seat before and you had to pee so hard, bad yeah. it hurt. Okay. So I've been there. So. Yeah. And we don't know if it, maybe she had a medical reason or something that, you know. Yeah. But anyway, they had to call Code Brown. <laughs> can you I, I just can't i just trying to put myself in the, like that pilot shoes <laughs> who made the atc call and now it's all over social media you heard the atc call <laughs> he's like uh no we just had a passenger that had diarrhea and it's a biohazard like that pilot <laughs> and we're gonna need to return back to Atlanta. we're gonna need to return <laughs> be so yeah the pilot bless him okay. plus the woman I'm ready for the first one. I'll okay. do the first one, and then I'll pass it to Brittany. To Are we allowed to laugh? Yeah. Okay, because last time we yeah, weren't allowed to laugh. They returned to Atlanta. Eight hours later, new crew, new plane. Yeah, new plane. Ev- eventually like, left. Clean yeah. yeah. What did diarrhea say to poop? You're in shape. <laughs> did, well, this one also would be non-rev lounge after dark, because it has a bad word in it. Are you going to bleep it out, or can I just say, okay. Bleep. I have said this on the podcast, this word before. Did you hear about the kid who was dreaming about having diarrhea and then he woke up? That's when shit got real. (laughs) A little boy has diarrhea and tells his mom he needs Viagra. The mom replies, what the hell for? The boy replies, isn't that what you give dad when his shit doesn't get hard? Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Okay, this one's good too. <clears throat> this is a dad joke. I'd class this one as a dad joke. Can we stop with the diarrhea jokes? It's becoming a pain in the ass. Oh. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So what do you call a quesadilla that gives you an upset stomach? I don't know what. A case of diarrhea. 
<laughs> I also found this uh, this funny thing a fly guy cabin crew so the guy was saying he had PTSD from all the Delta diarrhea plane posts <laughs> and so he wanted to share a story which I thought was kind of funny he said I was traveling as a passenger from Dubai to JFK and the wheels had just left the ground when a woman stood up and tried to shuffle back to the toilet the crew yelled at her to go back to her seat while on the way to the lab, she dropped some turds in the aisle. As she was walking back to her seat, she stepped and the... <laughs> <laughs> smeared into the carpet and releasing the aroma. Aww. The smell quickly spread throughout the cabin. And my friend and I had a row of four seats to ourselves in the next cabin. <laughs> so when the lights came on and the crew could assess the damage, I told my travel buddy to play dead. We threw our bodies over our empty seats and covered ourselves... <laughs> With blankets to protect our row from the ref- <laughs> the refugees fleeing from the area closest <laughs> to the disaster site. <laughs> that poor crew tried to clean it up and no coffee grounds were spared. But it didn't help. After hour six, our nose adjusted and it became a part of the collective plane spell. Isn't flying fun? <laughs> oh, Sorry, I had God. to share it. I thought that was pretty so I love the way they play dead. And I love the refugees. Yes. <laughs> refugees. <laughs> That's so great. Bleep. We had to hurry and get the diarrhea stuff in now because otherwise it'd be too, too late. late. It was already, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, like, there was a time when my son had it and we were landing and he was still in the bathroom and it was just like, mm. the flight tents were so nice. I think it was on Southwest, and but they were like, he needs to come out. And I was like, and I went in there, he was just so terrified. And he was in the bathroom, like he wasn't in public. Can you imagine? Like, yeah. That's got to be so... I can't even. I'd be. Pro- I would probably never fly again. It's like, same. Yeah. I probably. I would never have gone to Barcelona. I guess I'm living in the U.S. forever, or clean up and go the next day. Even then, I think I would have. I would need to do some like EMDR therapy or something like from that. A week to make sure something. EMDR. <laughs> I don't know, like something. So one thing that's been enjoyable, and back to Dorkfest, is we met some people that uh, we're gonna have on the show. So I'm looking forward to that. Just like in Dork in Dallas, after Dallas, we had people like Rico that we met. So it's exciting that uh, we're gonna have some more guests on. So keep listening. We appreciate everyone's support. We do, and, and thank you for coming to Dorkfest for those of you who came. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thanks meet, for following us on Instagram. Meet people that uh, continue to come, and the people that just come up to us and say, "Hey, I listen." So we really do appreciate. And if you've noticed, our um, Instagram has ramped up the last couple of weeks. Kelsey's been handling that. So she's been you, doing Kelsey. a great job. She's amazing. Thank you. Well done. Uh, we'll hopefully be talking about Hawaii next couple of weeks. So we're surprised it's not on Rev Lounge. We're going to talk about Hawaii. We, we, you know what? We've really never talked about Hawaii. We always say we love it, and then that's it. But we're going to go some deep dives in Hawaii next couple of weeks. So pun intended. Clothing optional? Deep dives? Well, we'll see where she goes with it. So. Okay. Snorkeling deep dives. <laughs> But uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. That's a big snorkel. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, please be safe. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your non-rev loads. It is used by over 600,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non-rev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash non-rev lounge. Yeah. Okay, which animal was it? Oh, I heard they announced it for each flight. Was it the rabbit? I don't know. I think it was a rabbit. I don't. Was it Robbie the rabbit? I saw it on the winglet. Oscar the otter? I think it was the rabbit. Chester the molester? (laughs) I want a half of a chocolate shake from In-N-Out. 
Who had the other half? Did your sugar mama buy it for you? Is the leftovers just here? Do you want this? So that's all I want. That's gross. <laughs> it's kind of gross. That's disgusting. It's kind of like warm and milky. <laughs> oh God. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. You're standing in third, and you feel a heavy turd. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Did you guys look at that picture? The picture of Ryan. Ryan's face when he's grabbing my ass. Ryan was absolutely wasted last night. So (laughs) funny. You should see his face. He yes, he was. He was. I could tell his eyes at the end. Let me see. Look at his face. (laughs) (laughs) He was drunk. CBP, yeah, has that the drugs? Thank you. Has that that really mean lady with the beagle that she walks around and sniffing for food? And we hate her. We do, and you know why? Because she grabs us flight tent. She comes straight to us, and she's looking for that ice cream. She can smell it on you. She does, and she goes, you're not allowed to have that ice cream. You know what? I am allowed to have that ice cream. No, you're not. You cannot decater the aircraft. Those were her words. What, do you work for acid protection? Get out of here. You know what, Chet? That's not what you're looking for. You're looking for an apple, of which I have none. Carry on. And the video video I heard is that she slipped in (laughs) film. Because this story just keeps getting better. I think you're just she, making stuff. No, this is exactly what I heard. That she slipped and fell <laughs> like an elephant on ice. Oh God.